If this broadcast reaches any other survivors, you are not alone. We are forming a network of survivors. We are on the west coast of the United States, though we hope for the network to reach as far as Miami one day. For 30 minutes after sundown each day, we will listen on this frequency for your response. I repeat, you are not alone. Today, we aren't alone either. Hello, listeners, and welcome to From A to Z with Art and Zoe. Welcome, listeners, and welcome... And a very special welcome to our surprise guest. Uh, what was that? Uh, sorry, dear, I still can't hear you. Anyway, today's episode is one of our series of expert guests joining the show to participate in advice and conversation. We haven't had a special guest since I think we had our HR recruiter friend on last year. Wait, we did have the Children of the Woods, and Austin and Palmer, and the British guy? I meant to say, we haven't had a guest which we invited in over a year. And though we have invited today's guest, we have not had the honor of being formally introduced. But I have a feeling that our guest is going to provide enough interesting conversation to carry the show. Gosh, when I say it like that, it sure sounds like a lot of pressure. Are you up to it? What a good sport! With that, let's jump right into the show. Please help me welcome our guest, survival expert. What's your name again? Oh, excuse me. Let me get that for you. Help! 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 Oh my god! Someone please help! <laughs> now, now. You'll have to keep it down unless you want the duct tape back on. I don't care. Someone, anyone, please. I'm down here! <laughs> Silly guest. No one can hear you down here. And is this really how you want to spend your 15 minutes of fame? I suggest you remain calm. Listeners, Please help me welcome our special guest... Kim! My name is Kim, and we know each other. I'd hardly say we know each other, but listeners, for some context, Kim has been stalking myself in art for weeks, possibly months now, and we've not been formally introduced until late last night when I saw her lurking about the bunker. Luckily, I came up behind her while she was trying to get in and was able to grab her before she could scream for help. We do know each other. We've met before, but not recently. It was before all this, the virus outbreak and the people eating people stuff. Ah, yes. I, too, have fond memories of the before times, but I definitely don't remember you. It's been a heck of a night, and I feel up to getting some answers. So let's start by you being truthful. I was your neighbor. How do you think I knew about the bunker? Well, now I know you're lying. The bunker was not approved by the HOA. Only the owner knew about it, and Art. But even Art lied to his own wife about the bunker. But this isn't about him. Stop trying to redirect the focus. Kim, was it? What brings you here, and what motivates you to be such a liar, liar, pants on fire? I am not lying. I am Tom's ex-wife. Excuse me a moment while I validate your answer. I don't remember Tom's ex-wife. Was her name Kim? I have no idea. 
All I remember from what Tom said is that she was an evil witch. Not that I believe her, but even if she is her, that does not bode well, because that would make her an evil witch, so she's either that or a liar. Are you talking to me or just yourself? Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I would. But of course, Tom would say, I'm a witch. We're divorced. You've met before. Surely you remember. I brought you a bottle of wine to apologize for Tom's robe slipping open when you met him. I can't be sure that happened. I tried to forget that day. What other proof do you have? No hard evidence, I suppose. But I know all about him. Ask me anything. It would serve you well to remember that you're our guest on today's show, not the other way around. I'll do the questioning. But it's not a half bad idea. If you know Tom so well, what was his favorite food? Well, that's a piece of cake. It was pizza. So which is it, Kim? A piece of cake or pizza? You can't even keep your lies straight. Besides, that's not it. Allow me to be more specific. What is in all of the unlabeled jars of food? These big ones here. I'd hardly say that's his favorite food. He was just stockpiling it in the event of an emergency. It's stew. Ha! Wrong! It's haggis. I should know. I've been feeding Tom every day and he loves the stuff. No, it's not. It's roadkill stew. Why would Tom or anyone keep jars of haggis around? He's Scottish or something, right? Wait, th did you say roadkill? Yeah. He made it as emergency oh. backup. I told him it was disgusting and he said it would be the last thing he ate if he had to. Are you okay? You look like you're going to be sick. No, I'm not okay. I ate that. It was some of the first things I ate. It was horrible, but I thought, well, so what? It's just haggis. But it was roadkill? Why? Oh, God, why? Listen, I know you're having a bit of a breakdown here, but does that mean you believe that I'm Tom's wife? I guess it does. So can I go then? <laughs> Don't be silly. As my special guest, you have to stick around for the whole episode. I have so many more questions. What have you done with art? Art? As in your husband art? The very same. Where is art? I don't know. I assumed he'd be with you. Well, he's not. And besides, I've been down here with you. How would I know where he is? Don't you just have an answer for everything? Then again, you are this week's expert, so I suppose that's a good thing. So, tell me, Kim, why did you let Tom run away? That was not Tom. Aha! I knew it! You aren't his ex-wife. Anyone who knew him could clearly see that was him. He was, uh, very distinct. I'm not saying that wasn't his body. It was. It's just, he's not there anymore. Yeah, because you let him go! I don't mean that. I mean you found his body, right? That's what I was yes, told Yes, we did. So he died, Zoe. You buried him a long time. And then he came back like they're all doing. Have you even been outside or do you live under a rock? You're like those people in zombie movies who all pretend that they live in a world where there are no such thing as zombies. So they all come up with different names for them instead of just calling them what they are. 
Zombies! It's infuriating. And you sitting there playing dumb when you're supposed to be this week's expert is extra exhausting. Would you please just let me talk? I'm not saying that the physical body wasn't Tom. I'm not saying he wasn't walking about acting weirdly semi-normal. I'm saying that that wasn't Tom's soul anymore. He's dead. And when he died, the virus, whatever it was, kind of like a fungus, I guess, took over his body. It has been using his body like a host to walk around and spread. But Tom isn't behind it anymore. Not that I believe you, but are you saying that everyone that's walking around all undead is actually dead dead? Not everyone. At least that's not what we think. There are two ways this thing gets your body. One is like Tom, where it uses it after you're dead. You kind of wander around aimlessly, just existing, until eventually the body fully rots and goes back into the ground. None of us could figure out how Tom's body has been living so long. From the sounds of it, you were feeding it every day. I don't know. The point is, Tom, as we know him, is long gone. I understand you have somehow made this infected body a pet of some kind, so you must be a little sad. Of course I'm sad. I have feelings, and I'm certain I'll be able to locate him and get him back soon. How are you not upset? He was your husband. Ex-husband? And he was no saint. But I'm still human, so I felt bad enough for him to let him go. You need to let him go, too. I'll think about it. What's the other type of way the virus takes a hold of your body? The other way is much crueler. I don't know a lot about it, but the working theory is that you are still alive. They're alive when they get sick, and then they become mindless and walk around attacking others, eating them and spreading the virus further. It sounds like a living hell. There are theories that you are aware and just paralyzed inside of a body you no longer control. I've heard rumors that they've managed to treat some people who went from mindless monsters back to their old human selves, but they've all refused to talk about what it was like. I can understand why. Fine. Let's suppose that I believe you about this for now. I'll give some thought to what you said about Tom. But you still have a lot to answer for. Where is your group? And how many of you are there? Maybe I'm here alone. Maybe there's an ambush of 200 people waiting for you outside. The next time you go out to gather supplies, you could just be hurting yourself by broadcasting out. I could also be helping others and possibly communicating with Art. You need to answer the question. I know there's at least four of you. Brian, Sally, Phyllis, you, and who else? I don't know who those people are, and I'm not going to answer that. Fine. Then what are you doing here? You know what I'm doing here. I came back for my bunker. It's my bunker. It's my bunker. I got half of everything in the divorce. Even stuff he buried underground and tried to keep from me. But what are you doing here anyway? It's clear that you haven't been outside this whole time. Where have you been? Not going to answer that either. Who sent you? Definitely not going to answer that one. What? Why not? I have guns somewhere. I could kill you. You're not going to. And whomever sent me here, if anyone did, is certainly scarier than the likes of you. I know you're going crazy down here, but I also know you're not violent. Ha! 
So someone did send you. You're revealing everything, whether you like it or not. Even your lack of answers slowly peels away the layers of your deceit, revealing the juicy fruit of the truth inside. Did you just use a gum metaphor? See? You're not scaring me. No. I said juicy fruit like an orange, not juicy fruit, the gum. But that's not the point. Me being a creative thinker hardly has anything to do with how scary I am or am not. So I suggest you answer the flipping questions, Kim. I've been living in an underground bunker for almost a year, completely alone for almost two weeks. Even I don't know what I'll do next, and I am much smarter than my character has made me sound. What are you doing here? No comment. How long have you been nearby? No comment. Did Austin and Palmer put you up to this? Who? What is your affiliation with the British Emergency Services? What are you even talking about? What have you done with the supplies from the grocery store? Well, now come on. That one's not fair. We were using those supplies too, and we were really shocked. We. I knew it. There's more of you. I'm on a roll now. Did you steal my journal? I plead the fifth. I knew it again! A person only pleads the fifth when they're guilty. It is completely unfair that you would try to make my constitutional rights and turn them against me. If this were a fair trial... You want a fair trial? Tell me where my husband is. I don't know. I don't believe you. What have you done with art and why? I don't know what you're talking about. I thought he was here with you. That's why we, I mean I, never tried to take back the bunker. There was always one of you here. Give me one good reason not to make an example of you right now for all of your other friends. Do what you want. But I signed an NDA. I'm not saying anything. An NDA? Yeah. It's a non-disclosure agreement. It's a very common business document. I'm actually surprised that you've never heard of it. I know what an NDA is, Kim. Thanks. But who are you signing one with and what for? Isn't that kind of the point of an NDA? I'm not going to tell you that. It can't possibly be enforceable. Society has collapsed. And I should know, I'm the president of the West Coast of the United States of America. Right. Well, if we're about done here, perhaps you can untie me and let me go. I'm clearly not going to answer any of your questions. Oh, but Kim, we're just getting started. The listeners need some answers. I think you're right that today's episode is about to run a little long and I'm certainly feeling sleepy. So, if it's all right with you, let's just make this a to-be-continued on the next episode. Fine, but if you think you're going to get me to talk, then you really are as crazy as everyone thinks. That I am, Kim. That I am. I'm so glad I'll be having you on the next episode and we'll get some real listeners. Until then, you can think long and hard about the wrongs you're doing and enjoy plenty of roadkill stew. I'd rather starve. Don't worry, you'll be begging me for some soon enough. Thanks for joining us for another episode of From A to Z with Art and Zoe. If you're one of Kim's good friends and you'd like to see her alive, email me at fromarttozoe at gmail.com. That's F-R-O-M-A-R-T-T-O-Z-O-E at gmail.com. And a special thanks to our expert guest, Kim, for telling us absolutely nothing. Don't worry, listeners. You can send your emails with any questions you have. And we'll get to them next week. Next week? Next week, when Kim returns for the conclusion Next of our... Next week? You're going to be keep me tied up in this bunker for a week? 
you're not going to be able to keep me from... Join us next week as we finish this two-parter and get some more information from Kim. If I were her, I'd make a point of being a lot more helpful next time. In the meantime, if you want to join in on our latest poll, vote now at the Community Center. What should we do with Kim when we're done with her? I'm looking forward to your creative responses. This is a message for other survivors. We will listen for a response on this frequency for 30 minutes after sundown each day. We are looking for other people to join the revolution of the Dueling Hands network of survivors. I'll be reviewing your applications personally. Reach out and let us know you're there. You are not alone. Over.